Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. What's up, champs? Welcome into the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Derek Bordeaux. You can find me on Twitter at Pigskin underscore DRock. Got the weekend. Weekend Siege, week five. Episode for you here on a beautiful Saturday morning. How's everybody doing, man? All right, going into week five. Going to look ahead to week six. That's what we do here on this episode. The purpose of this show is to give you a head start on week six waivers. Take a look at some of the week six waiver claims that you can make now before the rest of your league gets a chance. Working the waiver wire is all about being first and uh, most willing to spend. The best way to utilize, utilize your fab budget is to look ahead to next week and make moves now before regular Tuesday waivers run. Also, bye weeks start in week six. So it's time to get a plan together for the next few weeks. Your waiver priorities need to account for bye weeks. In my home league, I have my top three wide receivers on bye in week seven. Therefore, I'm looking for a plan for that position. And uh, you better start now. So that's what we're going to be looking at today. Looking into some bye weeks by position and see who we need to target. All right, let's jump straight into it. Spartans! What is your profession? All right. I've got a handful of players here to talk about today. We're going to start with the quarterback position. Quarterbacks on by in week six. You've got Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Jimmy G, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson. All of those guys are going to be on by. So let's look at some streaming options for week six. If you have one of those quarterbacks, maybe turn to this guy. First up, Taylor Heineke against Kansas City. Kansas City's 31st against opposing quarterbacks, giving up 26.7 fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. They've given up finishes of two, two, and seven the last three weeks. Taylor Heineke has scored 21 fantasy points each of the last three weeks, scoring eight total touchdowns in that span, averaging just over 20 yards rushing the last three weeks as well. Pretty good floor right there, man. Uh, giving you that rushing baseline that some of these other quarterbacks are giving you. Now, it's not an elite rushing baseline, but at least you know he can get you a solid 20 points. And during bye weeks, that's that's really all you can ask for, man, from a streaming option. Especially with a, uh, a guy that's going to be in a negative game script, Taylor Heineke. That defense, Washington's defense is bad, man. And uh, they're going to be looking to pass a lot of that game. So let's uh, analytically... Uh, Taylor Heineke is, he's playing pretty well, man. Taylor Heineke is a gun, a gunslinger. Okay. So he is top 12 in money throws, top 12 in danger plays. Okay. So he's, he's top 12 in money throws, which is like, like a perfect pass, right? And this is all per player profiler as well. And then top, he's actually number two in danger plays. So plays that are interceptable. Okay. Third in interceptable passes as well. And then he's 11th in touch in passing touchdowns. So he's a gunslinger, man. They're going to need to throw a lot during this game to keep up. 
He's top 10 in adjusted yards per attempt and top six in fantasy points per drop back. Taylor Heineke's playing really well, man. Really, really well. So, yeah, you could absolutely start him against Kansas City in a negative game script. Second guy, I'm not as confident in this guy as I was in Heineke, but Carson Wentz versus Houston. I mean, we've been targeting Houston all season. So Houston's 27th against opposing quarterbacks, 23.6 fantasy points per game. They've given up three top 12 quarterback performances. Two of them were top six. Statistically, Carson Wentz, not the hottest start, but has five touchdowns and one interception through the first four weeks. Doesn't give you a whole lot rushing, but that might be because of his double sprained ankles he suffered two weeks ago. We'll have to see, or last, yeah, two weeks ago. We'll have to see um, how he plays on Monday night. That really will depend on if I'm going to be confident starting him against Houston. But, I mean, it's Houston. You know, their defense is not that great. The best performance Houston has had was against Trevor Lawrence in week one, but that was a rookie quarterback's first start. So I'm not really worried about this Houston defense. I'm really just worried about Carson Wentz looking the part. If he looks good on Monday Night Football, I'd be willing to pick him up and play him. But go ahead and target those two quarterbacks. Get them on your roster today instead of waiting until waivers run because you'll see that once the waiver priorities update, they should be at the top of the list. All right, running backs. Moving on to running backs. I only got one name on here for you, but on by running backs, Cordell Patterson, Alvin Kamara, Mike Davis, Michael Carter, Elijah Mitchell, and Trey Sermon. All of the... I mean, these are the most relevant running backs that are on by in week six. Streaming options, you got one. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan versus Detroit. Now, this really just hinges on if Mixon, if Mixon misses time. P. Ryan could be viable. Analytically, not a guy who jumps off the page. But running back is thin, and you're really just buying a start at this point. Anyone who's starting should be rostered and played. Samaj P. Ryan versus Detroit. Detroit is 31st against opposing running backs, giving up 28.3 fantasy points per game to the position. And they've given up three top six running back performances, two of them inside the top two. So Samaj P. Ryan, not the sexiest option, but he is a guy you could absolutely start in a really good matchup. Wide receivers. Wide receivers on by, you got Debo Samuel, Corey Davis, Calvin Ridley, Mark West Calloway, Jamison Crowder, Brandon Ayuk, all on by in week six. Streaming options, let's go with uh, Jalen Rager versus Tampa Bay. Again, this is not uh, this is another guy that's not 100% uh, great on paper or analytically, but uh, Tampa Bay is 32nd against opposing wide receivers, giving up 43.9 fantasy points per game to the position. <sighs> Tampa Bay also allowed two number one overall finishes to the position. And, you know, this call is likely to depend on his week five usage, though. Jalen Rager, if it goes up from last three weeks, I would be comfortable starting him as a low-end flex option. But low-end flex options are what helps you get through bye weeks. So, again, I need to see what he does this week in week five. If he is involved, then, yeah, I can absolutely, you know, justify starting him against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is the worst defense against opposing wide receivers next up i got cole beasley versus tennessee tennessee is the 31st defense against opposing wide receivers giving up 43.7 fantasy points per game they've given up three top two performances and they've and uh cole beasley has two games with 13 targets this season in those games he has 19 total receptions and 158 total yards he's yet to score a touchdown but he has the cole beasley is seventh in the nfl in red zone targets 
uh, at the wide receiver position with six. He has four receptions in the red zone. So he's a top 10 red zone target in the NFL. So if he can just convert some of those to touchdowns, he could have a monster week against Tennessee. Randall Cobb is the third wide receiver we have here against Chicago. Chicago is 29th against opposing wide receivers, giving up 36.9 fantasy points per game. They've allowed three top 10 performances to the wide receiver position. In week four, Randall Cobb saw a large upgrade in targets with five combined targets through week three. Cobb saw six targets going five for 69 and two. I think he's back, man. I think he's back. He's he's the guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted on his team. And with MVS heading to IR and Robert Tunyon failing, failing to assert himself in this offense, Cobb is a guy Rodgers trusts and should be solid moving forward. And also they move into a pretty uh, easy part of their schedule um again not not, uh, analytically not a guy that jumps off the page except for him being top 15 in yards per target top six in fantasy points per route and number one in fantasy points per target so when he's targeted by Aaron Rodgers good things happen man and if he's going to continue this this performance where he gets you know six targets and then catches most of them for 70 yards and if he adds a touchdown it's even better so and why not bet on one of the best offenses in the league with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball go ahead and pick up Randall Cobb for sure all right tight ends let's move into tight end position I've got Kyle Pitts George Kittle and Jawan Johnson all on bye week in week six Jawan Johnson's not a guy you're really starting but if you're the streaming type and you've been riding the Jawan Johnson touchdown train then Look somewhere else this week. In week six, streaming options for week six at the tight end position. You have now this one is mostly rostered. Okay, Jared Cook versus Baltimore, sixty-two percent rostered on sleeper leagues. Baltimore is thirty-second against opposing tight ends. Three top ten performances to the position. Jared Cook's probably rostered. Like I said, sixty-two percent on sleeper leagues. But just go ahead and check. You never know. He scored a touchdown last week on Monday Night Football. We'll see how he performs this week. But he's looking like a solid option for. Uh, Justin Herbert. All right, and the other guy is it more of a dart throw, but uh, my number two tight end is Zach Ertz versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is the 30th against opposing tight ends, giving up 14 fantasy points per game to the position. They've given up four top 12 performances through four weeks of the season. That's every single week. That's all the data we have. We'll see what week five, what week five looks like. You know, we uh, the Bucks play against Mike Kosicki this week, so... You know, you never know. I mean, we could it could be a fifth consecutive top 12 performance for the tight end position against Tampa Bay. Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard will probably be solid options. Hoping for touchdowns for both of them against this defense. So I think you can start both of them in a pinch. Dallas Goddard will be rostered in, in, uh, in pretty much all leagues, but Zach Ertz is a guy that it's absolutely more available, and you can look to start him uh, in week six. A couple DSTs for... Week six on by San Francisco, Atlanta, the New York Jets, and the New Orleans Saints. You really, if you're starting the Jets, I mean, yeah, we'll just uh, move on from that one, man. Nobody's starting the Jets defense. Streaming options in week six at the defense, at the DST position. Number one, Dallas against New England. New England is 29th against opposing defenses, allowing them to score 9.5 fantasy points per game. They've given up two top three finishes to the position. Now, a lot of that's probably, you know, rookie quarterback, you know, making some some mistakes. And the, just the offense overall not having a lot of, uh, I would say, upside as far as explosive plays. They're just a dink and dunk uh, 
run the football type offense. So if they make a mistake, I mean that's that's that's, that's big time, man. They're not chucking the ball downfield. They're uh, Dallas against a rookie quarterback. I would I would be absolutely willing to start them against New England. All right, the next defense, Indianapolis against Houston. I mean we've been picking on Houston all year long and you continue to do so uh houston is 26 against opposing defense has given up 8.3 fantasy points per game to the position they've given up two top 12 performances in the last two weeks indianapolis is a good defense man they may be a little banged up but they're a good defense and i think up against houston it's going to be another solid week for the indianapolis colts kickers you should look for uh on by robbie gould young way Joey Sly and Cody Parkey. Those kickers will be on bye week streaming options. I got one for you. Jason Myers versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is 30th against opposing kickers, giving up 11 fantasy points per game to the position. They've also given up three top 12 performances to the position. Jason Myers, solid option. Uh, I would go with him, yeah, against Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, you're really not stashing kickers for more than a week, but it's just a guy to keep on your radar. Uh, as we move closer to week six, he should be the guy that you should be picking up. And if you have the extra roster spot, maybe just throw him in there, but I don't roster two kickers. I really don't want to roster one, but you kind of have to. So those are the players that I'm looking to stash this week for week six. Again, we'll just run through the list real quick. Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz at quarterback. Samaj P. Ryan at running back. Jalen Rager, Cole Beasley, Randall Cobb at wide receiver. Jared Cook and Zach Ertz at tight end. Dallas defense and the Indianapolis defense and Jason Myers at the kicker position. Uh, quick reminder, uh, all of your uh, quick reminder that the New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons game on Sunday is in London and will kick off at 930 Eastern time. So make sure that all of your fantasy lineups are set Saturday night. Um, if you're listening to this on Sunday, hopefully you already had those players um, in the right spot, uh, put those players in, take them out of your flex, take those 9:30 AM kickoff players out of your flex because you don't want, I mean, I remember two years ago, they had, there was a situation with Melvin Gordon when he played in a London game and he was a surprise and active early in the morning and a lot of people missed it. So make sure you're, t- you're checking your rosters. If they got game time decisions in those 9:30 AM kickoff games, Make sure you have a plan. Make sure you're ready. Uh, wake up early enough, set an alarm, or just have it set Saturday night so you don't have to worry about it come Sunday morning. But huge, 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 super important to make sure that your roster is set up Saturday night before Sunday morning because of these London kickoff games. They're designed to frustrate fantasy managers. So I'm, I'm very convinced of that. So, all right. Um, that's going to do it for me. That's going to do it. Uh, please... Go ahead and follow the show on Facebook, on Twitter, on all of our social media accounts. Links are in the description below. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back on Monday morning with the recap show, waivers, all that good stuff. Good luck in your week five matchups. Stash these guys for next week. Have a good one, guys. See ya.